Welcome to Gain That Tune. Game that tune in the house, everybody. Welcome back. It's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hey, we got David Wyland. Say hey. Hey. Man, oh man. Oh, I'm feeling good about tonight's show. How are you guys feeling tonight? As they all sip their drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling great. <laughs> uh, yeah, David, say it through your ventriloquist, dummy, while you drink this water. Um, man, it's gonna be a fun show tonight. We got, uh, it's gonna be a lot shorter than last week's show, I think. We got, uh, I hope. our normal five games instead of the crazy eight. And, uh, you know, it's still Lint, which we don't need to discuss any further. You know that we had to give something up, so, uh, you know, we're still, uh, still giving up themes, which means it's, uh, it's still free play season, gentlemen. Hey! Free play. Free play. Free play. Show me a move. Like Captain Falcon. Using sound boards like Gannon Pop Pinsky Lab. <laughs> Screaming real good like we're foxes. Daddy, break your fucking head with a ratchet. It's you to Space. Akuma coming all over your face. <laughs> it's a game that tune. Free play. Bam! Talk about games we like to play. Yes. And Shiggy is one of our best friends. We got home improvement sounds too. Uh, it's a game that tune. Free play. Here's Mario saying, Let's play. It's time to start tonight's game. Yo. We got dicks in the microwave too. <laughs> This is horrible. Oh, man. I feel like I should have built up to that a little bit more. <laughs> no, that was perfect, man. But yeah, man. This, that was uh, perfect. This free play is going to be bad and bougie. <laughs> so, End man. episode. Yeah, exactly. We don't even, need to, you know, don't even need to play the game after that. The episode's over. Uh, theme for next week is also free play. Hit the jingle again. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but for real, man, it's gonna be a fun show. We got, uh, I think, we got some good variety, good fun, good request. So, uh, Johnny, whenever you're ready, man, jump into it. Game one.
have to end. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you start a show, gentlemen. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So, um, who's ready for a trivia hint about I, this I game? I definitely need some. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a good feeling about this, but let's hear it. Alright, so, each of the four main playable characters in this game has a special exit animation. One character teleports away like Mega Man. One character rides away on a giant star. One character jumps into a giant warp pipe. The final character climbs into their bag and disappears, which is not a video game reference, but a reference to the comic this game is based on. (laughs) There it is.
don't think I have ever seen David so excited. (laughs) Well, there's a good reason for that, I'm sure. Uh, there is, actually. (laughs) Should we we say it right now, or should we just wait until it comes to my game? Oh, uh, yeah, we'll just, re- I'll just be replacing your game on the fly. Um, so let's... <laughs> or, uh, do we want to just keep going and just play the songs from this same game that I chose? <laughs> instead of guessing, you guys just both guess? How the fuck, man? What? <laughs> it, fi- it finally happened! It's so weird. It's, it's, like, that third song, too, is the exact song I picked for my third one, too. <laughs> I was just like, huh, like, chip tunes and guitar, this sounds really familiar. And the second song came, and it was the same thing, I'm like... Sounds he couldn't, could he? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to kick both Davids off the show, but uh, you know, it was a good run, David. It seems like a rare <laughs> double whammy decision. Where <laughs> everyone is now kicked off the show. So um, let's uh, let's have some answers then. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Why are you calling out time? It's not. It's not your game. Let's see some answers now. <laughs> All right, so uh, John Regan says Simpsons Comics The Game, which is a good guess, uh, but John Harrington and David... No, it's not. Both have the correct <laughs> answer, which is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, yeah. Well... What's, what's funny is that me picking this game, I was like, I know the other David really likes this game a lot, so I can at least like enthuse loudly about it with him. Yeah! Well, and the funny thing was, I had originally chosen a completely different game, and I've had this one in my back pocket for ages. And then I was like, no, you know what? It's a free play. I would have played this music, because this game's amazing, and it has an amazing soundtrack. Man, seriously. so good. David Wiley, you really should have consulted with David about what games he keeps in his back pocket, because... This is like one of David's games that I know is going to be in his backpack and he was going to use at some point on the show. So how dare you, sir, attempt to pick the same game? Like, that'd be like if you showed up before David picked Skullgirls and fucking just, or you showed up and picked a Sonic game instead of John. Exactly. Like, like, you should have known this was David's back pocket game. But, uh, anyway... Oh, fuck it. We'll figure it out, man. Um, that is a dope-ass soundtrack to a game that, sadly, I never actually downloaded and played. I'm still kind of disappointed in myself for that. It's, uh, sadly, and looking this game up now, it's no longer available. He's actually trying. Uh, Brian O'Malley, the guy that wrote the comics, he said it's his number one life goal to get this game re-released. I can't believe that's not available anymore. That's terrible. Yeah, apparently yeah, it something was... with, like, the music-ish, like, licensing or something, I think. Because I know, I think um, Ubisoft made it and released it, and I guess when they released it digitally, they didn't. They only allowed it to be released for a certain amount of time, and then once they they pulled it, they just said, "Ah, eh, screw it, we're done." Huh. It's kind of weird, yeah. It's it's a really good game too. It's like just it's classic, so good. It's classic side-scrolling arcade beat 'em up. Love a four-player uh, beat 'em up. Oh yeah, it's four-player beat 'em up, yeah. Four-player beat-em-up, um, every character has, like, their own special moveset. You can upgrade the characters as you see fit. Um, ridiculous boss fights against the Seven Evil, seven evil Xs and Negascott. Um, Negascott. You even get the ability to unlock and play as Negascott, which is cool because he's kind of like the Akuma of the game. He's, yes. like, extra strong, but he has half of the life of all the other characters. Nice touch. Especially if they give him a dive kick. (laughs) 
Ugh, man. Yeah, I, you know, I really enjoyed... Did this tie in... Like, was this coming out around the same time as the fucking movie? Or... It's around the same yeah. time, yeah. Yes. It, it was yeah. weird because, like, the game, the movie, and then the last volume of the comic all came out right around the same time. Nice. Yeah, because I know the movie flopped pretty hard, but, you know, it's pretty well-liked. And then it seemed it's like... still a fun movie, though. It seemed yeah. like people like... Oh, yeah, no, I, I really enjoy the movie. But, it, you know, that means that yeah, it's destined to flop. Um, but, yeah, and then the game seemed like it was pretty well-received. It's got the fucking dope-ass Anamanaguchi soundtrack. And, you know, somehow I just never uh, never connected the two and played them. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's... Uh, I don't know, man. I know, you're, I know you know, David Fleming's a huge fan of the comic series and, you know, at the time of this game. So, yeah. I'm glad you picked it, man, because oh, that just means I get to look up more music from this game for, like, post-production. I'm really looking forward to it. Like, uh, the oh, it's entire soundtrack is on Spotify, too. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, the whole fucking thing's on Spotify. Now that I like. <laughs> I will cool. play my songs from it still, too, because they're fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um... David, what I mean, what else about uh, Scott Pilgrim? I mean, go nuts. I mean, it's it's just it's a classic beat 'em up. Um, it has absolutely gorgeous sprite animation. Yes. Um, the guy who did the sprites, I think his name is Paul Robertson, and he's like a really well-known pixel animator and artist. Um, he does a lot a... of not safe for work stuff, which people didn't realize that when he first came out with the game and stuff. And like, oh, this is cool. And it's like, there are titties everywhere. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a, <laughs> excuse me. There's a ton of really fun references um, to just classic games as well as the comic itself. Because um, I know that there's, there's a shop where you can buy like special items, and one of the items is to boost your speed. To boost your speed. And it's the name of the item is the same like as the speed shoes from Sonic 2. Um, and then there's you can summon in Knives Chow as like a helper character, and she does something different for every single character. And for Kim Pine, she comes in and the two of them kiss, and it raises your health a little bit because in the comic they get drunk at a beach house and make out. Dope. Forgot about that scene actually. <laughs> she, she's also a DLC character too, isn't she? Yeah, you can um, get her as a DLC character. Awesome. She's pretty cool. I like her. She's a lot of fun. So, for the trivia, who is it that jumps into their giant bag or whatever? Okay, so, Scott teleports away like Mega Man. Uh, Kim gets on a warp star like Kirby. Sweet. Steven Stills jumps into the warp pipe, and then Ramona climbs into her bag, and her bag just kind of disappears into subspace. Nice. Ugh. I want to play this game now. Now I'm kind of pissed at myself that I didn't. You, know, you never think about the fact that like they might pull these games and like you can't. You, know, you won't be able to go back and play them. Like I'm, I'm used to I, playing things perfectly legally where I can download them, you know, in perpetuity forever. Uh, but you know, um, shit, man. I, I mean, I how do I get this game? Now? <laughs> I, I still have it on my 360 right now. So next time you guys are all in town, like bring fucking troll with you and shit. We're gonna jam out in this fucking game. Well, there we go. We can do that. Yeah, I've, you know, I've still got the Simpsons arcade game downloaded on my PS3, which I'm pretty sure they tried to pull from that. So you know, we can all play that too. <laughs> like, yeah. Every but, time I think about selling my 360, like I don't really play it. I don't really need it. I should just sell it and like get some money and clear some space and all that. And then I think, wait, there's no other way I can play Scott Pilgrim. I have to keep this console forever. Well, yeah, I'm glad you have. You know, I hope, uh... God, I hope they get to re-release this, because, yeah, just hearing that soundtrack, and now I'm thinking about the movie and all that shit, and it's like, you know, as soon as you tell me I can't have something, I want it. 
<laughs> yeah. This game's gone. What? I, you know, I was just about to play it. Look, <laughs> it just. I don't know. need it. I don't need it. It only I came need out. It. it only came out seven years ago. I was just about to think about getting interested and maybe downloading it sometime. You know, son of a bitch. Look. <laughs> uh, but, well, cool, man. Um, how do we uh, proceed? I mean, we're not just gonna play more Scott Pilgrim music. I'm gonna throw all David David Wyland songs behind the. Uh, Behind oh, the episode. Fuck you. I picked some really good songs too. Yeah, I know you did. You can listen to them in the podcast how form. About, how <laughs> about you play those ones, and then I'll look really fast and get another game pulled up while you're doing that. Oh no, I, you know, I already subbed in another game, so yeah. Uh, oh, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's over, David. That's what you get for not consulting other David about his back pocket games. So, Johnny, let's keep it going to game two. Game two. Or did it just fade down again? No, I'm still <laughs> <laughs> no, here comes the next song. Don't you be fucking with me.
Okay. So, in the Dreamcast release of this game, the player can use a fishing rod controller to play. The swings of the controller are used to simulate weapon attacks. Really? Yes. epic yeah mm-hmm. guys uh need any more trivia or anything no i think uh, I, I, I i am good from song one All i was right. gonna say i think i got it from the tunes <laughs> cool i could use some more but uh i'm still gonna get it wrong so <laughs> uh i guess david if you want another hint it's the only game in the series not released on the playstation or any kind of playstation console All right, let's see some answers. We got uh, Dynasty Wars from David Wyland, which is wrong, and David Fleming and John Harrington say Soul Calibur, which is correct. Yeah, OG Soul Calibur. Dude, I love me some OG Soul Calibur. And it's, uh, I mean, not as much as I love Soul Calibur 2, I'll, I'll admit it. I played Soul Calibur mostly, you know, like in arcades and shit. Actually, shit, that might have been Soul Edge. 
fuck, I don't know what I played. But, uh, yeah, Soul Calibur 2 on the GameCube, yeah, you know, that was, uh, that was me and David's jam for a while there. But, uh, you know, fucking mad love for the Soul Calibur series. So, uh, you know, go for it, Dreamcast boy, let's talk Soul Calibur. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I played the shit out of Soul Calibur on, Dream- on, on Dreamcast. I'm pretty sure I managed to unlock every single character in that game. Um, and somebody in the Twitch chat is asking, uh, is it on Twitch chat actually on? Yeah, who's everyone's favorite Soul Calibur character? Um... Mine was Lizard Man. He was so shitty. I really liked him. Like, he was so stupid. <laughs> oh, Lizard Man. I forgot about <laughs> Lizard Man. <laughs> uh, are, we are we talking, talking like, like favorite character to use or favorite character like let's, just in like terms of absurdity? <laughs> let's do both. Oh, man. Um, who had the nun- Maxi with the nunchucks. Yeah, I fucking love yeah. that guy. But in terms of strict absurdity, Cervantes, the fucking ghost pirate. Yep. Um, you know, that was my dude, man. Come with me to hell was <laughs> one of my favorite, like, you know, video game catchphrases of all time. <laughs> if we're talking the original Soul Calibur, uh, my favorite to use was probably Sung Mina, because I really liked that long pole weapon. Uh, my favorite ridiculous character, I think, had to be Brock. Who was like the giant hulking dude with like the big mallet and he had a rhino mask, if I remember correctly? Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Other David? David Wyland. <laughs> don't think I ever actually played this one. Oh, wow. Ah! Uh, I'm looking at the <laughs> roster right now. I think I played like Soul Calibur 5 or something like that, maybe, because I never had a Dreamcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing a fucking owl, though, is in the roster. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Because I'm very interested now. Well, first of all, I, oh, yeah. I never got to talk about my my, my favorite absurd, absurd character is Valdo. Is so goddamn good. I love that oh, guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Valdo <laughs> goes without saying, man. He is fucking ridiculous. Like, that's one of the <laughs> silliest characters of all time. <laughs> just, he's so gross. <laughs> yeah, super awesome. contortionist, bonda, bonded sex slave guy with, like, <laughs> hand blades. Like... Yep. <laughs> the best was the attack where he would knock you down, roll himself into a wheel, and then yes. just roll on top of you. He makes so me think of some weird. kind of like really weird guys, like Wolverine-based sex dream. It's like what Valdo yes. think of when I see Valdo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I call you Logan Weapon X? No, you can't respond because you have a fucking like leather strap through your mouth. Oh god, this is getting gross. <laughs> Anytime I played as Valdo, though. I feel like I always fucked up and ended up like turning my back on the other Achille guy, and I didn't know what the fuck to do after that, and I just kept getting my ass kicked. Like, I got kicked thing in where the you back a lot. You do the thing where you bend over backwards and... Well, yeah, but I suck! <laughs> he, he, he had, like, two different, two or three different fighting stances, and one of them was definitely turn around. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know why that was, like, an adequate fighting stance. Because he's yeah, Show your ass a little bit. That's the weird one that can do, like, the weird, like... Crab walk thing and stuff. Yep. Just kind of like. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. He's yeah. Very exorcist. Like, I think five. He's in still too. Yeah. He's he's like one of the signature characters of the series. I I think I played a similar lot because it cracked me up. I had no like no idea like what the fuck I was doing, but it was funny to like crab walk and fight somebody. <laughs> He's a good, you know, I, I can't, like, vouch for him as a button-mashing character, but he's a good just, like, confuse the shit out of your opponent character. Like, if somebody doesn't know what Soul Calibur is and you fucking spring Voldo on them, they're just like, well, wait, huh? Like, I'm, I'm this, you know, guy with, like, the Elvis hair and the nunchucks, and what the fuck are you? Like, you know, 
See, that's what I feel like that's where the series gets a little weird, like, describing it to somebody like, oh, okay, it's like a medieval fantasy fighting game. Okay, it's all, like, weapon-based, so the, the <laughs> weapon your character uses is really important, like nunchucks or a mallet or a hammer or something. Oh, okay, and then here's this guy in leather straps who just, like, squirms on the floor with these hand blades. Yeah. W- wait, what? <laughs> Super gimp. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. He gets sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Wake him up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, thinking about it, I don't know that I can distinguish the original Soul Calibur from, like, the arcade Soul Edge in my mind. But, you know, they're, uh, I mean, Soul Calibur series is great, man. You know, and I remember, you know, going from, like, old 2D fighting games to, like, some 3D shit back in the day. That was, you know, that was a big step up, a big, you know, mind-blowing move. It's like, yeah, okay, we got Primal Rage. Yeah, that's cool. You know, the gorilla's pissing on somebody. It's like, holy shit, that's a whole, like, 3D arena, and there's weapons, and there's bondage guys, and, you know, this, uh, man, this is a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) These graphics are much better than those. Weapons and bondage? Sign the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. 3D graphics, (laughs) weapons, and bondage? (laughs) Ticking all John's 11-year-old boxes. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I remember, uh, Soul Calibur is the one. Uh, wasn't it like three or four had like exclusives on like the Xbox 360 and two. PS3 that was two. Was, like Vader oh, and Yoda or something. They had, they had that, no, that starting at two. They had that That's starting at two, and then I don't know about three, but definitely four. Fuck those Star Wars things. That was just stupid. <laughs> um, you know, the the like the Soul Calibur two exclusives were the most uh, most notable ones, mostly because Link is the best one possible. And then, uh, you know, poor, He's uh, the best one possible because he's so broken. Yeah, he's great, man. <laughs> you can bomb motherfuckers. You can do the, the fucking, like, you know, charge dash. You know, he's he's fucking great. He's he's also the best because he's better than Heihachi. You know, and Spawn is pretty cool, but also be- did not belong in Soul Calibur. <laughs> so. I didn't know they had Spawn. It's actually kind of awesome. Dude, Spawn was the I Xbox like- exclusive, so I played with him the least. But still, he, he's like a combination of two other characters, and he's pretty goddamn dope. Because Spawn is dope no matter what. Mm, I 90s. think it was in 5 where they added in either Ezio or Altair from Assassin's Creed. And I, I thought that made up, a lot yeah. of sense and was pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's a good crossover. That's like, you know, Mortal Kombat adding, like, fucking Kratos from God of War. Like, yep, that actually fits. Fits really well. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, well done. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, adding Darth Vader and Yoda? No. No, sir. <laughs> Not interested. Yeah, but, see, I was okay with it, mainly, be- mainly because they also added in a stage, and it was super cool to have, like, Cervantes and Baldo fighting in the shuttle deck of an Imperial Starfighter with, like, Duel of the Fates in the background. All right, well, yeah, you know, well observed. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of good. You know, it seems like they really should, you know, I guess they can't really make a Star Wars fighting game because there's not enough characters in Star Wars that, with enough variety to be interesting, but, God, you know, yeah, Star Wars settings and music and uh, Darth Vader are pretty good. They should have had I... those in more things. <laughs> did, you, did you just say there's not enough characters in Star Wars to, like, be interesting? <laughs> no, no, like, no, there's billions and billions many, of characters, but, like, how, how many, many letters are we going to get? <laughs> oh, my God. What are you doing? No, a fighting game? How many, how many characters in Star Wars do you actually want to play as? Like, you know, uh, how, many wheel, how many wheel a lightsaber... And you know, how many of them can you really like 
rattle off the top of your head. Like. Uh, the, the best uh, uh, Sith Lord of all time, Darth Sidious. Yep. See? Well uh, done. Now, see, I was expecting to like, how many, how many Star Wars characters do you really want to play as? All of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, just, oh. I'm just picturing like Han Solo and like before the round even says start, he just pulls out a gun and shoots the other guy. <laughs> I would. It's, it's like, like, oh, come on, that's broken. It's like, well, maybe, you know. It's like Luke Kang charging his bicycle kick before the round starts. Han Solo just gets his gun out and shoots you before the game even starts. It's perfect. Like, <laughs> I would love to play as C-3PO and just get my ass kicked. and like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be C-3PO and R2-D2 as, like, a tag team fighter. Yes. <laughs> Against the uh, robots of Battlestar Galactica. Let's <laughs> get, like... Three Jawas in a trench coat in Java as secret characters. Oh <laughs> Jesus! Yeah. I would actually, I would love to play a Star Wars fighting game under one condition: there has to be a secret unlockable character that's Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I would accept that. You know, that would Does, that would definitely Disney be DLC the for Han Solo. Now, the question. <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man, I'm, you know, I'm on a Star Wars low right now. I just finished watching Rogue One. I didn't like it, so... Yeah, we can play those Rogue One characters, and they all die at the end of each round. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers, John. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah, spoilers. Everyone in that movie dies. <laughs> um, yeah, but Soul Calibur's pretty dope. We, uh, man, we really took that pretty far. <laughs> Nicely done, John. Yeah. You know, w- went from Dreamcast Soul Calibur to Rogue One in less than how many minutes? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a power. You can actually use the fishing rod controller to fight in the game. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know it's much like, about it. I just like looked that up. Like man's Wii mode, sort of. Yeah, it makes me. I have Soul Calibur for Dreamcast, and so now I need to go buy the fishing rod controller and try that out. That'll be cool. Yeah, I'm sure there's tons of those laying around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so many, you know, Dreamcast fishing. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Um. Well, cool, man. Anything else on Soul Calibur? Soul Calibur series? Cervantes, nope. Come With Me to Hell, Darth Vader. Great Yoda. game. A lot of good quotes. I love all the shit they shot before the match. I love all the unlockables in the games. Yeah. God, I spent yeah. so much time unlocking, like, I remember there's alternate costumes and... Alternate some weapons. Had, some of them had a third alternate costume that you could unlock, and you had to hit a certain button combination to get to it, and shit like that. It was so good. Mm-hmm. They, oh. You know, I'd like to see the Soul Calibur series make a return to form because, you know, like, like I said, man, that was uh, me and David's GameCube jam for a little while there. Like, you know, we're done with Smash Brothers Melee, pop in the Soul Calibur, let's whoop up, uh, whoop ourselves a little bit. You know, we had, uh, we had a lot of fun. So yeah, they need to need to get back to that. Yeah, they'd be on like Soul Calibur <laughs> six, seven by now. You know, somebody, uh, somebody make it happen. Namco, get in there. Um, but anyway, yeah, fuck yeah, let's move on, man. All right. Game three.
Yeah. Good stuff, man. So uh, this is our uh, fan request for the week. I don't know where David Wyland is, but uh, I'm guessing he ran off because he doesn't need trivia. Um, I was going to say, do we want to wait till he gets back for trivia? Or No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll fill him so, in afterwards. Okay. This, this, game, uh, this game's title was intended as a portmanteau of the system it was released on and the game that it is a spinoff of. Most people don't seem to know that. guys feeling i'm feeling very good about this terrible (laughs) oh man yeah it's uh that the trivia is not terribly helpful just you know because of uh you know american uh system names so what are we thinking guys oh see yeah somebody's got a cartridge out all right i got an answer oh okay well my answer's wrong Uh, David Fleming, move yours over, I can't read it. Uh, David Fleming says Mario Boy, and that's incorrect. John Regan says Nesticles, with a drawing of some very hairy testicles, also incorrect. (laughs) David Wyland's got the cartridge for Faxanadu. Totally correct, man. Mm. Uh, This is actually one of the games that I was going to pull out if I wanted to be an asshole to you guys later on. Please, man, Faxanadu is too popular for you to be assholeish about. You know, that's a fucking forgotten NES classic. Am I right, folks? Sure <laughs> it's, am. It's actually a pretty solid, cool little game. It's, it's you know, it's funny. I you know, I remember really vaguely playing it as like a kid, like renting it from Albertsons, and then when we got this request, I was like, "Fuck yeah, man! I'm gonna finally bust back into Faxanadu." And so I, you know, I uh, started playing it a little bit uh, in my perfectly legal means of playing games. And the uh, <laughs> you know, you start out the game. And you're given a quest by the king, and he gives you 1,500 gold to go and stock up on stuff, so you gotta go buy some armor, and you gotta go buy some weapons. And I know I did something wrong, because I walked up to one guy, he's like, you want a martial arts lesson? 200 gold! And then he just took 200 gold and nothing happened. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) huh, okay, maybe... I'll talk to him again. Hey, you want a martial arts lesson? 200 gold. And it just took 200 more gold. And I got nothing out of it. (laughs) And uh, so then I was down all my money. (laughs) So then I had to go buy, like, you know, one dagger and, like, a key. And then, you know, you start off with the adventure. And I got, you know, into a few screens of the adventure. And I fucking got a little cocky with the uh, the stab, stab, stab. And I (laughs) died. And then I got, you know, you start back at, like, the church or whatever. You have no money. And you've lost all your items. So, like, (laughs) 
It's like, oh, you need a key just to leave the town and start the game. You have to find a way to make 500 gold all of a sudden and buy that key again. And I'm like, well, I'm frustrated with this game. I'm not going to play it anymore tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going yeah. right back to Alverson. Maybe you should try teaching martial arts lessons. There's apparently lots of money in that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, the fucking martial artist guy in the castle is the ultimate hustler. He just, you know, he's got yeah, 400 gold. Lesson one, go meditate for like two hours. Yeah, I was going to say, <sighs> come back it's going to be technical. There's a lot of money in not teaching martial arts lessons. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I kind of figured martial arts gonna, he gives the guy money and just beats the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want a martial arts lesson? Come into this back alley. And then, you know, boom, 200 gold's gone. <laughs> like, your first, that guy's really good, wow. Your first yeah. lesson, don't be an idiot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Faxanadu, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> now, what, what is this a portmanteau of? Like, I can't, like, what? <laughs> I, would, I would assume I it's, like, Final Did Fantasy it? and Nintendo, because it's got that, like, Nintendo. Wrong! <laughs> I, it's, okay. uh, I, I know this one. So, this you one. know, uh, okay, David Wyland, go ahead. You know, explain <laughs> it. It's uh, Famicom and Xanadu. Yeah, so this is yeah. the Famicom version of Xanadu. Xanadu being the second game in the Dragon Slayer RPG series, which apparently originally came out for a bunch of Japanese game computers like the MSX and shit. And so <laughs> when they were porting this over, they decided to, you know, they, uh, you know, decided to do a portmanteau and call it, you know, Famicom Xanadu, Fixanadu. And, uh, so yeah, that's the whole story. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, the it's, The kids you know, will it's really appreciate wordplay using all of this Japanese stuff they have never heard of in their life. Yeah, exactly. So it's, you know, Dragon Slayer, then Dragon Slayer 2, Faxanadu, or Dragon Slayer 2 Xanadu. And then that became Faxanadu. And nobody fucking got that here in America. I always just remember this game because it's like, what the fuck is Faxanadu? Is that... Is that like Astian X or Zexus? This, you know, <laughs> it's just one of those nonsense <laughs> NES titles. Xs are really cool sounding, man. I Xs mean, are really cool. I'm telling you, what, yeah, exactly. Especially in the '80s, man. Like, it's just you just throw an X in there, like boom. Was the, I feel like that wasn't a good choice because wasn't there that um, that movie in the '80s about roller skating or something called Xanadu? Oh, I was not related to this. <laughs> it's also the name it, of. Um, Citizen Kane's castle that he lives in. Of course it is! I mean, the name <laughs> yeah. itself like, is like an old <laughs> mythological, like, Shangri-La, or it's like a, a mystic place. But yeah, right. it's totally the name of that Olivia Newton-John, and I believe Gene Kelly roller skating movie. <laughs> oh man, if this game had anything to do with that, if it were like a fantasy RPG with roller skating Olivia Newton-John... I still probably would suck at it, but it seems like it would be pretty fun. Like, uh, I mean, to be fair, you never got past the first area, so you don't know. I got pre I got pretty far into yeah. it, yeah. You, know, so you never bought, my, uh, never, there, you never bought there the roller skates. In the game. <laughs> you want a roller skating lesson? <laughs> 200 gold! <laughs> um, there, there are wing boots in the game, and that's kind of like roller skates. I bet for the sky. I'll, I'll bet a thousand dollars that there's skates. a rom hack out there that restores the Xanadu aspect of Vex Xanadu. Like, <laughs> it just neons the game up and turns your character into a living Newton John. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah finally, man! Finally, back to what it's meant to be in the Japanese version. Yeah, those crazy Japanese—they got so many things wrong with this game. <laughs> like, Although, if it turns your character into a living Newton John, wouldn't that be the Australian version instead of the Japanese? version it, it just might <laughs> get out uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, i think uh, um 
there's there's only uh, one other game in the Dragon Slayer series that came out in the U.S. Oh, okay. Good, I'm glad I... Because I actually owned it growing up, and I was looking up games for this show. This one showed up when I was looking up that one, and I'm like, what the hell is this doing here? They're related to each other? <laughs> I'm glad then that I did not use the phrase popular RPG series during the trivia, because I was like, I feel like I've heard of Dragon Slayer, but I don't think that qualifies as a popular RPG series. Thanks a lot, Wikipedia. <laughs> like, no... I'm just going to freestyle it a little bit. <laughs> like, nobody knows this series. They just know Fax Xanadu. <laughs> but no, I, I totally want to play it some more and be a little bit more careful not to die and lose all my gold and have to start. You know, because that was the thing. You die and you go back to the church and then you go back to the king and it's like, hey, man, can I get 1,500 more gold? He's like, I don't have anything else for you. It's like, no, man, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got any more of the gold pieces, man? <laughs> come on, man. Look, man, the repo man's coming and he's going to take away my fucking crap. So get out of here. I got to the base of the tree. I didn't get to climb it. Come on, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. But yeah, you know, apparently the game's story is pretty dope. It's all about a giant tree and it's dwarves versus elves. I'm not sure which one of the evil ones, but yeah, you know, I'm into it. I want to wanna play some more of it. <laughs> so it's, it's a cool game, but it's hard for me to remember. But I don't think I ever got very far in it either. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, good request, cool tunes, you know, real basic. You know, good uh, good NES music request uh, from. I'm sorry if I butcher this. Uh, it's uh, on Twitter at at Singanoi. That uh, I'm sure I butchered that, but he's a frequent contributor to uh, Skirmish Frogs, which is one of the places we you know post the show. Oh. So uh, shout out to him for a good Faxanadu request. Yeah, and uh, all the other requests that he also made. So there'll be some uh, there'll be some good games coming soon, but. In the meantime, Johnny, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Game four.
Yeah. Oh, it's nice. That was really cute. I like that a lot. It's great tunes. nice yeah it sure was man so um trivia for this game sadly i'm uh i was kind of bad at wording this but i thought it was interesting so this indie game was given a stamp of approval from the creator of the series on which it is based that uh said creator said that this game captures his series spirit better than the later games in his own series (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's like just getting good too. I was like, yeah, this is good. I like this. It's getting me. So you guys feel good? Down. Do you want any additional trivia? I think I got it. I think okay. I have it too. Yeah, I got a good idea about this too. Yeah. Good, good, good. Let's uh, let's see some answers. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> 
damn it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, it's a triple. It's Stardew Valley. That's a hat trick. Ultra! Johnny, when you flashed those nesticles, I was a little pissed. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. Um, you know, Stardew Valley, it's... Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a pretty cool little game. And apparently it's got the seal of approval from Yasuhiro Wada, the creator of Harvest Moon, hmm. who apparently thinks it's better than later Harvest Moon games, which, you know, I never got enough into the Harvest Moon series to really be a judge of that. But, eh, you know, if this is what the original Harvest Moon games are like, I'm, uh, I'm kind of pissed that I haven't played more of those because Stardew Valley is pretty, uh, pretty darn cool, man. Any of you guys uh, had the time to pick this one up yet? I have not. It's on my wish list. I have not. I just remember um, you being excited for this game and specifically saying that music is going to be shown on this show. Yes, it will. (laughs) Yeah, I just remember that thing where yesterday you messaged me asking if I played it. (laughs) (laughs) Try. There's uh, there's that too. I forgot about that. Wait a Um, minute. John doesn't play indie games. Oh, I know what this is. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool, man. It's just you know, it's a nice little, it's you know, it's a nice little just you know, relaxing game. You gotta you know, just run your little farm, you know, you gotta grow your crops and flirt with the girls in town or the guys. Uh, gotta you know, go fishing and develop a working farm and I don't know that you know. I mean, it's a lot like Harvest Moon, so. I don't know what there is to say about it. It's you know, it's it's cool that this guy, you know, I guess went on Kickstarter and was like, I want to make, uh, want to make a big Harvest Moon tribute, and people went for it. Like, cause uh, the game that came out, it's a, it's a lot of fun. You know, uh, you know, I'm still trying to figure out how the multiplayer is going to work, cause apparently he really was, you know, selling on the multiplayer, and then, you know, the game got delayed a few times, and he's like, okay, the single player mode's coming out, and the multiplayer, I promise, is coming out as DLC. And now it's been pushed so far back that it's launching later this year on the Switch, which is a dope exclusive for the Switch. But <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. I still can't figure out exactly how like multiplayer really enhances this game. But you know, still, I don't know, man. Like, you know, how do you do multiplayer farming or um, whatever? <laughs> isn't there like a sub game in this where you go to like a cave and stuff and you fight monsters to get money or something? Yes, there is. That's a large so- part of the game, actually. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, I know a little bit about that, but that's all I've really heard. It's basically just, like, Harvest Moon, you have, like, a sort of RPG-ish thing where you go into a cave and just, like, beat up goblins or some shit. Yeah, no, actually, that was, you know, gonna be my thing. It's, you know, like, I don't know, you know, again, like, a whole lot about the Harvest Moon series, but I doubt it featured, like, a, you know, procedurally generated dungeon-crawling mode that's, you know, basically, like, you know, Legend of Zelda. Like, you go into the mines, and you have to go level by level... You know, and you get swords and axes and you're mining for stuff and fighting off monsters and, you know, trying to get to the bottom of the mine. And, you know, eventually there's, like, an even deeper, like, infinite mine, which, you know... Ooh. Yeah, like, I saw this... I saw some video recently. It's like, you get the special desert area and there's... It's like the skeleton cave or something. And these guys who have been playing the game for entirely too long have gotten to the point where they can get down to, like, level 600 of this thing. And, you know, it's really, like, it's like, oh, well, that's cool. That, you know, then I'm like, hey, wait a minute. There's a time limit on this game. Like, every day you wake up at 6 a.m. and then you fall asleep automatically at 2 a.m. So they've only got a certain number of minutes to get down to, like, level 600. It's not like, oh, they just go until they can't go anymore. Like, 
Oh, wait, or, yeah, so you can't, like, once you're in there, it just, it still has, like, time working for you and stuff, it still resets on you? Yes, that's, that, oh, that was frequently my problem going into those mines. It's like, alright, I gotta get through, and okay, maybe I'll just, like, do one more level, I'll fight off this guy, and I passed out and fell asleep in the mine. <laughs> and then, you know, you get woken up the next day with, like, a doctor's bill, like, hey man, be more careful out there, I took a thousand dollars from you, see you later. Like, what? Don't, <laughs> don't fall asleep fighting goblins, you idiot. Damn it. <laughs> hey, Tonight's uh, bill. Okay, let's see. $1,000 for taking care and bringing me back to the house. $500 for the trip. $200 for the martial arts lesson. Yeah. yeah. Son of a bitch. Tonight's <laughs> theme, games where you get swindled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You motherfuckers. So, uh, it, it's interesting they have a sort of a fantasy element like that Infinite Mind of Monsters, because I do remember in the original Harvest moon there was a thing where if you planted a seed at a certain time of year you could get a beanstalk to grow and then you go into the sky and you know it gets all weird oh. basically um, oh, that's cool yeah Sweet. like i remember there being some kind of fantasy-ish element to the original harvest moon um cool i, I remember they sort of have something like that too in 64 a little bit there's no monsters you just go into a mine in the uh in the winter like uh the mine opens up for you because there's nothing to do because all your plants are fucking dead yep and you just go down there and mine shit and then uh, like uh eventually like you run out of stamina so you can't mine anymore that's pretty much how stardew valley is except you know the clock just keeps ticking so like if you don't leave yourself you know an hour of game time to like run home you're gonna pass out somewhere in town and get charged by the doctor <laughs> like um <laughs> But yeah, it's, it sounds uh, hilarious. They're just like face planting in town, like. <sighs> oh yeah, no, that's totally what happens. And it's you know, there's like the local doctor, and then there's also like there's you know, there's the story element of like you're in this small town, but they basically had a Walmart open up nearby, and it's threatening to you know destroy the small town way of life. And sometimes you wake up in your house and you've been billed like a modest amount by like the local doctor. And sometimes it's like, oh yeah, Walmart employee found you and you know, and brought you home and we billed you you know too much and you know here have a free soda like you know it's it's <laughs> kind of funny like extra little middle finger to you there yeah exactly <laughs> like, now you got me thinking be more careful about... and. <laughs> You're talking about, like, a, a multiplayer element, and I just imagine, like, you get in your truck, and you drive by Home Depot, and you pick up some guys, and then you go and, like, <laughs> just get a job done. <laughs> like, that's the multiplayer. See, now that's Valley. a good idea. Yeah, you, you pick up the guys hanging outside, have, like, the, outside the store, and you take them to the mines with you. It's basically like uh, Grand Theft Auto V's, you know, online heists thing, but farming. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. You guys come over to like my farm for the day. Just <laughs> And it's just like some douchebag runs in with like a hoe and just starts like knacking like all your fucking plants over. <laughs> no, stupid! It's like, get out of here, dick! Come yeah, on! Exactly. <laughs> See, now I'm no. just wishing that there's a mode in the game where you can hop in your truck and drive around and look for like other people passed out to deliver them to their homes, and that's how you collect extra money. <laughs> oh, that's man. That's a good idea, yeah. <laughs> you know, the overtime mode where you pick up everybody else that fell asleep on the way home. <laughs> uh, it's like Crazy Taxi or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine uh, if you're out in about and at bar you know the bar is close to 2am and everybody just passes out instantly like, <laughs> uh, all doctors. the tow truck drivers have to get everybody home last call <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh man, I'm pretty tired. Uh, and no, you I didn't close my bar tap last night. Oh crap. <laughs> you don't understand. Last call means last motherfucking call. You yeah, get your you ass left home. 15 minutes ago. Unless yeah. you want a doctor. Somebody's like taking home. a piss in the bathroom and just like whams their head in the urinal and just passes out. <laughs> uh, the great thing about the like when you pass out in like level 600 of that fucking cave, it's like okay. So a doctor crawled through 600 <laughs> levels of the mine, hoisted you up on his back, climbed up 600 ladders to get you out of the mine, put you on the bus, get you home, tuck you into bed, and they only charge you a thousand bucks. It's actually a pretty good value when you think about it. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you should just pay him not to kick your ass. Yeah. The guy's a fucking monster. <laughs> but there, there are other times where you wake up and somebody's gone through your pockets and you're missing items, which really sucks. Like oh, that, that happened sucks. a few times. It's like, you know, yeah, oh man, you know, uh, you know, we build you a thousand. It's like, and there's six things missing through your pockets. Like, fuck! <laughs> like, all my seeds! Yeah. It's yeah, like, oh sweet, exactly. three tomatoes, motherfucker, yes! Yeah, my fertilizer and my fucking pickaxe. Like, oh fuck. Carry fertilizer <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Some guy's just carrying you home and he's like, oh shit, is that a pumpkin? Like, fuck yeah, I'm taking that. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dumbass. You shouldn't have you know, fallen asleep with all these, you know, delicious crops in your pockets. Oh, is that I goddamn love summer squash. Hell yeah, I'm taking this from him. Yeah. Is, that oh, compost yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that composted poop in his pocket? I'm taking that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh yeah, you're uh, you're missing an apple. When when you fell over asleep, it, you kind of fell on your apple and, and it and it broke. That's what that's what happened to that apple. <laughs> you know, Doctor Harvey, you're a real dick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it's a uh, it's a fun game. Definitely uh definitely worth playing. You know, it's it's crazy. You know, really, that, like the amount of time you kind of invest in it to like get the farm really on point like i feel like you know i barely got into like the second year and i had already logged like 30 or 40 hours in the game and you know my farm was pretty much self-sustaining at that point i had a hot wife you know we had a kid on the way all that stuff but like it's a serious time investment to get to, you know through the story portion of that game but uh it's uh, it's a lot of fun and i'm looking forward to it coming out on the switch and seeing exactly what the hell the multiplayer mode's gonna be but um yeah definitely a. Uh, I don't know. Definitely worth picking up at some point. You know, props to uh, props to that guy for going on Kickstarter and getting something great made. <laughs> he also composed the whole soundtrack, I guess. He's you know the developer and creator and fucking soundtrack guy. So shout out to you know fucking jack of all trades guy, whoever he is. Insert name here. I was gonna say whose name would be. Uh, he goes. I guess his uh, he goes by Concerned Ape. That's his like production, his you know self-production studio. I'll have to remind myself of his actual name, but uh, yeah, man, Stardew Valley is a pretty dope game. So uh, Johnny, it's time to move on to not David Wyland's game. You know, you'd be amazed how you know subtly and behind the scenes I can you know just pick up three songs. That's the that's the nature of being me and hosting a video game show. So okay, cool, Johnny, hit a game five. Game 5 
guessing you're all thoroughly confused by that first song. Yes. A little bit. <laughs> good, good, good. Maybe this second one will help to fill it in for you. Touchstone phone the game. Oh, you stole my joke, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it's done, son. That's what I get for typing it in Twitch. Sweet, sweet Nokia Nokia chip tunes, right? Uh, So, um, yeah, this is this is this company's second multi-franchise crossover game that, unfortunately, probably has not proven popular enough to continue on as a series. this music before what do you mean i thought we had used this game before i don't believe that we have okay maybe i'm mistaken yeah okay. i hate having to check on myself all right let's uh let's see some answers and then i'll audit my uh audit myself also just see how we're doing so uh John Regan says, Telephone Time in the Magic Kingdom starring Shitty Mickey. <laughs> uh, David Wyland says, Beep Boop Telephone Game. David Fleming, tell everybody what this game is, man. Nintendo Land. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, shit, okay, that game. Yeah, everybody remembers Nintendo Land, right? That ultra-popular Wii U fucking launch game, right? That we only previously used as a set of theme songs for uh, for a previous episode. We have not used officially in an episode. Oh, okay. 
That's the one. Um, mm, yeah, how many people bought the Wii U at launch? Like me and David. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I think totally that, did. Yeah. I, you know, I enjoyed Nintendo Land. I thought it was a fun packing title that I enjoyed the up. hell out of Nintendo Land. Hell yeah, it showed Nintendo and their crazy, asymmetric Wii U gamepad-focused gameplay that nobody would ever use or really develop in any meaningful way. And then, uh, yeah, they started packing in Mario Kart and Smash Brothers with the system. So, mm, see you, Nintendo Land. Sorry, Monita. You talking computer screen with an arm. Ugh. <laughs> yes, but, um, and this is going to piss people off, but Nintendo Land did give us the only Metroid game on the Wii U, and it was actually <laughs> pretty fucking fun. It was a lot of fun. That does hurt. <laughs> uh, Don't they have Metroid yeah. stuff in an NES remix too? I'm just, I'm just adding salt. To Doesn't count. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. No man, the Metroid game on Nintendo Land actually was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, trying to remember that. You know, wasn't there like three different things you could do in her? Like, I can't. You remember. You could either, you, know. you could either use the um, Wii Remote and Nunchuck and run around and shoot in a Samus suit, or you could use the gamepad and fly around in a mini version of her ship, and yes. you should only play running around in the suit, because the ship controlled terribly. Yeah, it did, and the, and the fucking, you know, Wii Remote and, you know, running around controls actually were pretty good, man. Ah, uh, yeah, man, I, you know... Uh, that's that's really disappointing. Thank you for that trivia, David. That you know, I just you know, knocked the wind right out of my sails. <laughs> well, I just remember getting pissed off playing like that portion because I remember playing it with the GameCad. It's like, oh, this sucks, and then I tried it with the Wii Remote. It's like, oh, this is so much better. This is so much fun. It's like, oh my god, can you imagine like a third-person Metroid using these controls? And then it never fucking happened. <laughs> yep, would have played. Yeah, and then, oh man, trying to think of all the other games. Like, I think, <laughs> at first, the game I put the most time into was the fucking, the Donkey Kong puzzle. <laughs> like, oh man, that was a serious, like, source of frustration, and, uh, you know, uh, but so rewarding when you actually got to the point where you knew what the fuck you were doing with that. But, uh, oh, it was just like a tilty Donkey Kong barrel moving puzzle, don't break the barrel or egg or something. And then, uh, shit, man, what was, you know. There was that, the, there was, um, the Mr. Game the Luigi. Simon yeah, says, like, octopus thing. Yep. You know, which, you know, that, it was fun, but that was never going to take off. Like, basically a rhythm game where you're pointing the joysticks in different directions. Like, not the best, you know, proof of concept on that one, but still fun. The one I showed most often to people that would come over and play was definitely the fucking Luigi's Mansion thing, where, you know, the ghost has oh, yeah. the gamepad and everybody else is trying to shine the flashlights on it. That was a lot of fun. Um, what was it? There was the Mario Chase game. Yeah, where you were like, the person with the gamepad was, I think, Mario, and everybody else was Toads and trying to avoid getting caught. Right. There was, um... <laughs> I definitely put a lot of time into the Zelda game and the Takamaru yeah. game. Oh, yeah, the Takamaru game. That's, you know, uh, I love that Nintendo, uh, you know, like, actually included that for the American release because it, you know, it posed the question to all of their American players, who the hell is Takamaru? Like, <laughs> but, uh, 
you know, that game was fun. You would slide your fingers on the gamepad to throw throwing stars at stuff. It was, you know, like, I can't believe they, you know, I mean, actually, I totally can believe that, like, these, like, control styles never took off. But, you know, it's just like, man, you know, remember the fun and wonder of opening up your Wii U and trying out all these fun new, like, concepts and, <laughs> you know, ne never seeing them again used in anything, like, uh, it worked pretty well for that. Oh, pretty there cool. was the F Zero one where you had to tilt the gamepad. I forgot about that. Yep, one. that was the first. Uh, that was the first song. That was the F Zero music, and yeah, you could see the obstacles differently on the gamepad versus on the screen. Um, there was the Yoshi like draw a line and eat some fruit game, which was surprisingly fun. There was uh, the Animal Crossing one. Yep, the final song there, the you know Animal Crossing chase game, which was a lot of fun too. You, the more food you you know or candy you picked up, the fatter you got, so it was hard to run away. <laughs> um, and the Pikmin game, which uh, oh I forgot the Pikmin game. The uh, the song in the middle, the telephone song, was actually the theme of Monita, the in park guide to uh, you know Nintendo Land. She was a floating monitor with a face. And uh, she was the fucking character, you know, the Skyward Sword fee-like character that would, you know, offer you instructions every single time you started a game. So uh, you did grow to hate Monita very quickly. <laughs> like she, she had one hand, and she used it to hold your hand. Um, but you know, what was the? Uh, there was like the weird little like coin drop game where you could unlock prizes. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, almost like I a really precursor to like Mitomo or something. Like it was, you know, it was like a coin drop, you know, chinko type thing. I really liked the prizes that you got because it decorated like the central hub and made it more like a theme park. But it was also just like fun interactive crap from Nintendo games. Like I think you could get the Great Deku Tree. And he would, like, you'd push a button yeah. and he would, like, laugh and lights around him would go. And you could get, like, Ridley flying around. Yeah, you could get, like, any, anything that they had a model of in the game, I think, pretty much popped up in the plaza if you unlocked it. So the plaza got pretty lively and pretty cool. And it was, like, a nice little, you know, sort of like going to a Nintendo theme park. There was a little Nintendo history lesson in there. And, uh, oh, and we totally forgot the balloon trip game. Yes! Oh! The balloon trip game was so fun! That one was fun! You, you know, you got to control the direction of the wind using the stylus on the gamepad and, you know, blow your little guy around and avoid the spikes and do super long balloon trip games. Uh, yeah, man. Now I'm gonna yeah. plug in Nintendo Land. Damn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I need to go find a working charger for my gamepad and get my Wii U going again, man. Like, this is taking me right back. I love that. <laughs> um... You know, it's also cool that now they are actually making a Nintendo theme park, and it's probably not going to be anything like this. <laughs> like, no. Ugh, if if only you could jump into a super fast F Zero cart and go through a series of explosive barrels at Universal Studios, or strap yourself onto a bunch of helium balloons and fucking you balloon know, fight, float through the air, <laughs> avoiding you know electric spikes. Like, <laughs> I would. I would actually love if the, one of the rides was just like Donkey Kong barrels launching kids in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. so, Barrel cannons. Guys, That's the whole ride. <laughs> have just you guys just you smash into like a pile of bananas and you're like, oh, I hurt. Feels good. Feels good, man. Have you guys heard about the two patents that they filed supposedly mm -hmm. for rides at the Nintendo Land? There's no, uh, now I'm really excited. <laughs> there's two patents. One of them is for uh, a two-person carriage 
motion cart ride, kind of like Back to the Future, but there's two people, and the front is anchored, and the second can swing about, uh, and they say that's going to be a Mario Kart ride, and that will simulate drifting. Sweet. Cool. <laughs> and then Sounds awesome. there's a second one for a double-layered roller coaster, where the bottom track is solid, but the top track has gaps. <clears throat> so the cart's on the top, so the... It, continuously goes around whereas you can have gaps in the the top track because that's not what the cart's actually riding on it's like a double decker cart and they're saying it's going to be a donkey kong minecart ride so it simulates jumping over the gaps no shit that sounds way better than the explosive barrel thing because the explosive barrel thing (laughs) for one charges you 200 gold coins to get on it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, they charge you 200 gold coins for the picture after the ride, but then they just don't give you the picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's way better. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, dude, that sounds dope. Like a, a roller coaster that simulates fucking, like, jumps? Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm so into that. Fuck, man. That sounds terrifying, but yes. I'm also glad that I finally started doing, like, actual big roller coasters and, like, found where my balls were, you know? <laughs> oh, you're a big boy now, David. It's, you know. I'm a big boy now, yeah. Mm, so glad you went on, you know, I don't know, grad I only, bash. I only and cried fucking... a couple of times on the Dueling Dragons. <laughs> oh, God. Man, that, you know, I'm a, I'm really looking forward to that. But, yeah, yeah. That's going to be fucking great. Uh, see, it'd be fun, though, if they somehow did, like, all these Nintendo Land things where you get, you know, like interactive games where you have to dress like Animal Crossing characters and you know eat as much candy as possible. I'm into it. <laughs> or you get to fucking do like, think of like, uh, what was it like the Men in Black alien attack at Universal, but like done up like Zelda, you know something like that. Like so, like Zelda's crossbow adventure, the game. Yes, Link's crossbow yes. training the ride. <laughs> I would ride the shit out of that. Yeah, dude, or, like, if they replace the E.T. ride with, like, Zelda, and you're, instead of riding bicycles, you're all riding horses, and they give everybody crossbows. <laughs> I yeah. just, I, um, I Zelda's hope they in have... The basket. I, I hope they have a petting zoo full of turtles that I can step on. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine if they had, like, a Jaws ride, where you're riding around a boat to, like, various things, but it's all Wind Waker-themed, and then they give everybody a crossbow? Yep, I'm in favor of it. I'm very much in favor of it. I just, what, if it, if it was like the Jaws ride, what would be the thing that, like, breaks down half the time while you're on the ride? Like, what would be the device? Oh, no. It's like a giant here mechanical comes, Ganon that's just like, you know, say, just like, like here comes Puppet Ganon, and he just kind of falls. <laughs> oh, that one's so bad, but then real Ganon pops out of the water and attacks the boat. Like, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> this cove's full of pig monsters. Bamboozled. <laughs> uh, I, I would love oh, to hear uh, an, uh, an employee like half-assedly say, "Oh no, the boat's full of pig monsters." <laughs> oh no, it's Calamity Ganon. He's attacking the boat. <laughs> That, that was my favorite part of the Jaws ride was the fact that most of the employees kind of stopped giving a shit towards the end. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was like ninety percent of the charm of that. Like, yeah. Oh no, uh, there's a shark. <laughs> we're going off course. Here it comes. Yeah. Wait, I'm not I supposed remember. to tell you when it's coming. Ah, it's coming. Here it comes. Fuck. I think it was I on the. Too, um... 
Oh, sorry. Um, a lot of the parks have like specialty like drinks and food and shit. What do you guys think they would have at, at Nintendo Land? Ooh. Just mushrooms you just take and just go on a fucking acid trip? Yes. <laughs> yeah. They've got steroid infused mushrooms. Waha! <laughs> they absolutely. The walls are melting. Positively have to have Lon Lon milk for sale. Oh yeah. Oh my god, they, that'd be great. They have the fucking milk bar. Oh, I would dude. fucking love that so much. It's like it's like energy drink milk. <laughs> so it just yeah, replenishes you and Oh, that sounds vomit inducing actually, now that I mention that. So, it's like it's either like half milk, half orange, surge. or it's the Lon Lon milk bar from Majora's Mask. Yes. <laughs> I love oh, the idea that's that. And when the park closes, there needs to be the moon crashing into the park to let you know. You need to get the fuck out of here. Tower ride is just that fucking moon. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god, I would actually go on that. Like throughout the day, there's rides, a looming moon about to crash into the park. Like that would be so good. I love the idea that that the food at Nintendo Land is just straight up drugs. Like it's just, it's just <laughs> you know, like here's the mushrooms and here's uh, Rainbow Road. Have fun. <laughs> Here it's a star. Oh what God, does it do? Just awesome... eat it. <laughs> it would be fucking awesome if they made a fucking Rainbow Road roller coaster, dude. Where you just fall off and die. And <laughs> that just keeps happening. Like, you control the roller coaster and you just keep falling off the sides. Uh, or you just, jump and like cut off the first third of the roller coaster by veering hard left as soon as it starts. Like, <laughs> I, I like the idea that they just buy the rights to Space Mountain and rebrand it as like Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, you know, God, I wish I wish Nintendo had Disney's dope. money. Like, we could just take everything in Disney World and turn it into Nintendo stuff. I'd be into all of it because you know, I don't know. When's the last time you've been to Disney World? And before that, you know, before, like before riding Splash Mountain, really ask yourself, when's the last time you read Br'er Rabbit? Like, <laughs> time to update that Mario's Splash Mountain. Hello, like, <laughs> you know. Mm. But anyway, yeah, I'm almost glad that David fucked up and chose the same game as David this week. Because it gave me the opportunity to scour Wait, my system. Uh, which David fucked up and chose the same game? Because I you know who fucked up. Well, let's David. see. Um, who uploaded their music five hours before the show, and who uploaded their music ten minutes before the show? David. Bing I was thinking about this like two weeks ago, and I saved the music on my computer. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. David's been thinking also, about using you, this music on Game That Tune for seven years since Scott Pilgrim: <laughs> The Game came out. Yeah. So yeah. Before the before the podcast even existed, he was like, "I will use this in a game show." One. I yeah, distinctly exactly. remember sitting there playing that game, thinking, "This music is so good. If I'm ever on a guessing game video game music podcast, I'm using it." Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad I, I'm glad all our dreams are coming true around here. But uh, yeah, man. Anyway, good uh, good game tonight, Johnny. I think it's time to uh, take it in for a landing. Let's uh, let's start up that calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps, boops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is. David Wyland. Well, well. <laughs> uh, you know, it's very underwhelming. <laughs> yeah. Wow, there'd be more to that. All right, here we are. <laughs> That's the two that David made for it's himself. Very fitting because my, my life is basically just a fucking kazoo solo. <laughs> well, cool, man. Um, I like yeah. that we've spent all this time shitting on him, and now he won the game. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, nice job, David. I'm not sure how you won the game, John. There's supposed to be a computer to control things like this. Because <laughs> of this shit right here, none of you guys fucking knew this game. Uh, <laughs> both the Davids tied, and other David won. I know how it, I know how the points work, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, I only didn't get the opportunity to score more points because I had to fucking sub in for David's game. So, um... It's, anyway. it's basically a pity win, but I'll fucking take it, because it's the first one I've had in, like, six games now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and the beauty of it is, I know what your bonus music is, and we're all gonna enjoy it, and I know what your theme is gonna be. So, uh, David, what do you got in mind for the theme for next week, man? I'm thinking we just all pick Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I love it. I think, I'm in you know, favor yeah. of this. Next week, or, we, all pick this, we all pick the same game. <laughs> it's a free play, and we're covering five games of the exact same game. But uh, more accurately, David, what, uh, what's that? What's that thing? I think it's going to be a free play. Hey! Free play. Free play. Free play. Show me a move. Like Captain Falcon. Using soundboards like... Gannon Pop Penske Lab. Screaming real good like foxes. Daddy, break your fucking head with a ratchet. It's sent you to space. Akuma coming all over your face. <laughs> it's a game that tune, free play. Bam! Talking about games we like to play. Yes. And Shiggy is one of our best friends. We got home improvement sounds too. Uh, it's a game that tune, free play. Here's Mario saying, Let's play. It's time to start tonight's game. We got dicks in the microwave too. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, if anybody can name every clip that I inserted into that free play, then uh, you know, you get a special prize. <laughs> somebody somebody call the fire department because John's mixtape's on fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait for next week. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be like, I don't know, Drake themed or some shit. I'm gonna have to figure that out. Um, you know. But yeah, so fantastic free play coming again next week. It's gonna be good. Um, but yeah, man, thanks to everybody that, uh, tuned in tonight. Thanks, uh, thanks to you guys for picking some great games. Uh, shout out to, uh, you know, the Faxanadu request again. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce your name, but, you know, good, uh, good on you. And, uh, yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. So come back next week for yet again, another Lint free play. And, uh, you know, we're going to have some fun. Follow us on, uh, Twitter at GTTPod. Find us live on Facebook, Game That Tune. Uh, fucking twitch.tv slash game that tune. We're on YouTube at some point. I don't think we get any live viewers, but I think we actually got a couple of fucking viewers at some point on YouTube. Oh, wow. It, it might all just, it might just be me reviewing the videos. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you can follow us all on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at jgangsta187. David Fleming is on Twitter at DFD Fleming. John Regan is on Twitter at JP Regan JR. And David Wyland is on Twitter at Nameless888. Hell yeah, uh, man. Can I also, uh, uh, can I also plug my other podcast really fast? Too? Yeah, go nuts, dude. <laughs> Nobody uh, ever plugs so things here. A... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm on another podcast. We talk about anime. Uh, it's called A Bunch of Dick Sniffers Talk About Anime. <laughs> I expect and you can no find less. us on YouTube at, it's two words, uh, anime was a mistake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's... It's kind of terrible, but it's funny. <laughs> well, there we go. Um, so yeah, man, take us out. What's uh, what's that Scott Pilgrim bonus music you got in store? Uh, the bonus song tonight is the sub-boss theme. Fantastic, dude. Peace out, everybody.
Pilgrim vs. The World The Game is copyright 2010 Ubisoft and Universal Studios. Soul Calibur is copyright 1999 Namco Limited. Faxanadu is copyright 1987 Hudson Soft. Stardew Valley is copyright 2016 Chucklefish Games. Nintendo Land is copyright 2012 Nintendo of America Incorporated. A little bit. <laughs> good, good, good. Maybe this second one will help to fill it in for you. Oh wait, no, it won't. <laughs> you know, the point of this show isn't really to kick each other's asses. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. I mean, you guys clearly just gave me a pity win, and I have a fucking kazoo for my for my victory. Dance. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, I fucking love that. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Uh, David Wyland, you're in charge of that now. I yeah. want you to cover all the wind jingles with kazoos. 